Live on the Exeter Sports Network, it's Exeter Boys Basketball. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at PennStateHealth.org. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. And the Reading Royals. Now to the broadcast booth, here's your announcer, Darren Ziner. Good afternoon. Welcome to the Exeter Eagles pregame show on the Exeter Sports Network. We'll have all the action between your Exeter Eagles and the Perkyoman Valley Vikings at the bottom of the hour. But first, these messages. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. And now back to the match on the Exeter Sports Network. I tried. You did try. That's <laughs> a, you know what? It's a Saturday early afternoon. We're going to give you all the breaks we possibly can today. Not a week yet, Darren. All right. We are coming to you live from the friendly confines of Exeter Township Senior High School in Riften, Pennsylvania for today's non-league battle between the Exeter Eagles and the Perky Omen Valley Vikings. Welcome into the Exeter Sports Network booth. I'm Darren Ziner. Well, the Eagles come into today's game coming off a challenging 60 to 40 loss to Burke's Catholic Thursday night. Something that we tried a little different. We went with the zoo idea Thursday night. How'd you think that went, Jerry? You know, there there was a little too much crowding at times, but uh, I enjoyed all the different voices really going at it. I think if there is one thing, that's what you have to be careful of as far as talking over. Your, we were trying to constantly make eye contact as far as who was going to talk next and maybe finger point and what have you, but Certainly a, a, a good experiment and something I think we can take away for next time. Yeah, Ryan was sitting on the other side of me. You and Mike were on my right. He was on my left. I think he was getting, like, neck cramps from turning his head to see if you guys were going to be talking. It was a lot of fun. That I don't doubt. Hello, Mike Drago. Yes, Mike Drago stopping by the booth. So, as I mentioned, the Eagles come into today off that 60-40 loss to Berks Catholic. Both teams were shaking off some early rust at the four-minute mark of the first quarter. It was 10-7, Berks Catholic. So both teams trying to find their, 
footing as far as scoring was concerned. For Burks Catholic, it was an unlikely source in talking to Ryan and Mike. Tyler Givens actually got out of the gate quickly for the Saints, scoring six points in that first quarter, staking them to a seven, excuse me, 19-12 lead after one. And after each team only scored eight points in the second, Berks Catholic held their seven-point advantage at the half, 27-20. Exeter was looking for someone to step up scoring at the break. Anthony Cachese had six points, and Teddy Snyder added six as well. Colin Payne struggled in the first half with only two first-quarter points. And after a third, where the Saints would outscore Exeter 15-14 and extend that lead to eight at 42-34, Berks Catholic stretched the lead outscoring them 16-6 in the final frame to come on top with a 60-40 win. So on top of a tough scoring night as they come into this afternoon's game with Perky Omen Valley, Exeter, as I mentioned, looking for scoring. Teddy Snyder led the Eagles with 10, and as we talked about it Thursday night, if Teddy Snyder is leading Exeter in scoring, it must not have been a stellar night on the offensive side for the Eagles and certainly it turned out to be just that. Colin Payne ended with nine the first time in a long time early in the season that he didn't end in double figures and Anthony Cachese had seven and without Joey Schlaffer again today the Eagles are going to look to Colin Payne, Anthony Cachese down low and others to try to set the pace early. We are getting started with the starting five for the visiting Perky Omen Valley Vikings. Number three, Vance Sadler, the guard. Number 11, guard Ethan Kohler. Dawson DeBebe. Josh Pelzer. And finally, their man in the middle, Julian Sadler. For your Exeter Eagles, Exeter will put out there to start number one defensive specialist, Zion Pascal. Number 12, Colin Payne, looking to rebound against the game against the Saints. Teddy Snyder, Three-point sharpshooter. Number 15, Reese Garvin will get the start this afternoon. And, of course, the big man in the middle, number 44, Anthony Cachese. We will go silent for the playing of our national anthem.
anytime the national anthem would be appropriate, but especially now with the beginning of the Winter Olympics over in Beijing. We start out today's game with the national anthem. The teams are in their final huddles. Perkyoman Valley comes into today's game at 11-7 overall, 8-3 in Pioneer Liberty League play. They've won 11 of their last 14. So certainly an opponent that Exeter will have to be on guard for today. Dawson DeBebe, Anthony Cachese Tippett. Cachese has it, gets it to Colin Payne. He plays catch with Zion Pascal. They get it inside. Looks like they're going to try to use Anthony Cachese inside early. And he hits the soft hook for the first two of the day for Exeter. It's 2-0. Perk Yeoman Valley in their offensive set. Doing a lot of rotating outside of three. They try to drive lane and kick it back out. Vance Sadler has the dribble up against Teddy Snyder. Here's a shot from the left side. Ethan Kohler, that's short. Teddy Snyder has the rebound. Exeter in the offensive set. Zion Pascal has it top key. They swing it far left to Teddy Snyder for a three. It rattles around. It can't fall. Perky Yeoman Valley has the rebound. Julian Sadler has the dribble. Handing it back and forth. Here's a three deep. Vance Sadler, that's no good. Zion Pascal ends up with it. He's crossing midcourt right now. Exeter rotating it around. Here's Reese Garvin for a three. That's no good. Sadler with the rebound. Tries to push it up. The ball starts getting knocked around a little bit. Josh Pelzer had the ball. Goes off his knee out of bounds. It's a turnover for Perky Oman Valley. It'll be Exeter ball. 6.20 to go here in the first. It's 2-0 Exeter. Reese Garvin has a top key. They rotate it to the right to Zion Pascal. He'll bring it back to the left. Teddy Snyder just off of dead away beyond three. They try to get it inside to Cachese, but it's a short pass. Here goes Perky Oman Valley on the transition fast break. Vance Sadler is able to get the lay-in, and he's fouled. They'll give the foul to Zion Pascal. And Sadler will go to the line for Perky Oman Valley. His shot is up, and it's good. So he's got three, and Perky Oman Valley takes a 3-2 lead, six minutes to go here in the first. Colin Payne tries to drive lane. They get it inside to Anthony Cachese. Kicks it back out to Reese Garvin, who's trying to drive on the left side, just outside the paint. Puts it off the glass, but it's short. No good. Here's Pelzer with the dribble for the Vikings. Colin Payne on him. 
Sadler bounces out for the dribble. He plays give and go with DeBebe. He loses the ball. There's Colin Payne on the floor. Gets it back to Zion Pascal, who comes up with it. Goes in, tries to put the brakes on. Can't get it to fall. It ends up in Teddy Snyder's hands. They rotate it right to Colin Payne for a three, and he hits it. Colin Payne's first points on the night. It's a 5-3 Exeter lead, and we've got a timeout on the court. We will be back. 5.04 to go here in the first. This is the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn. Perky Oman Valley in the offensive set. Put up a shot, no good. Rebounded by Exeter. They're now in the offensive set. Try to get it inside to Anthony Cachese. They get it to a cutting Reese Garvin, but he's actually blocked. Here's Perky Oman Valley in the offensive set. Julian Sadler tries to put up a shot. That's short. Exeter comes away with it. Colin Payne has the dribble. Gets it to Zion Pascal, he's five feet beyond three straight away. Get it to the left to Teddy Snyder. He's dribbling left to right. Exeter in their home whites, blue number and lettering. Perkyoman Valley in black, red lettering. And there's a timeout on the court. 4.10 to go here in the first. It's Exeter 5, Perkyoman Valley 3 will be back. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. We are back at Exeter. Exeter has the ball in the offensive set. Colin Payne dribbling down. He was being guarded by Danny Kohler. They're going to give him a blocking foul. That'll be his first. It's the team's first. Reese Garvin will bring it in to the left under their own basket. Gets it to Colin Payne on the left. He plays catch with Reese. Reese hits a cutting Teddy Snyder. Nothing there. They try to get it inside to Cachese again, but it's late. Gets knocked away. Julian Sadler has the dribble. He goes up for a shot. Reese Garvin is going to be called for the foul. That'll be his first, team second. Darren, is there a more vocal coach in all of Berks County than Matt Ashcroft? Matt is, he is actually 
always talking, you know, and, and I'll tell you what, he's always coaching, and, and that's from a coaching standpoint. We saw a game last week with the girls where uh, there was one coach in particular who just kind of watched things happen for a long period of time and really right. didn't say a whole lot. So I would rather have a coach like Coach Ashcroft as opposed to somebody who just sat there and didn't do anything. So Julian Sadler hits both free throws for Perky Omen Valley, and we are at a 5-5 tie. Exeter in the offensive set. Zion Pascal has the dribble, finds an open Teddy Snyder, gives up the three, but goes with a running floater in the lane and scores. Teddy's first two on the night. Darren, I was not derogating. I, I, was, I was praising with that. I love that he's up all the time. Absolutely. Here's a three from Perky Omen Valley. That's no good. Vance Sadler off the mark. They battle for it, but it goes off of the Vikings. I think we'll say the Vikings from here on out. Perky Omen Valley gets to be a little bit of a tongue twister. Exeter has the ball. Zion Pasco with the dribble. He's being guarded by Julian Sadler. Danny Kohler has Colin Payne. He's trying to take a backdoor cut. Nothing there. Exeter still rotating it outside of three. They look for Anthony Cachese inside. They don't see it, so they back it back out. Colin Payne dribbling left to right beyond three. Swinging it back to the left where Reese Garvin has it. Now they've got it inside to Cachese. He puts up a soft hook and it's short no good rebounded Ethan Kohler for the Vikings they're in their offensive set they ultimately kick it back Ethan Kohler looked for a three decided to drive can't get it to fall but it's off of Exeter goes out of bounds it'll be Vikings ball 215 to go here in the first it's 7-5 Exeter The Vikings bring it in. Vance Sadler has the dribble. He's being guarded by Teddy Snyder. Bringing to the near side, that's Ethan Kohler. Here's a pass inside to Danny Kohler, who gets it up off the glass and scores. So give two to Kohler, and it's a seven-all tie. Here. Exeter in the offensive set, almost lost control, but Colin Payne gets it back. They try to force it inside to Cachese. That's taken away. Now the ball's bouncing around a little bit. Cachese gets it to Snyder for a three. That's no good. Vance Sadler on the rebound for the Vikings. Gets it to Julian Sadler. He's being guarded by Zion Pascal. They bounce it outside to Ethan Kohler for a three, and he hits it. Ethan Kohler's first points on the afternoon. It's a 10-7 Vikings lead. Here's Reese Garvin putting up a three on the left side, but that's an air ball. Goes out of bounds on the right side. It'll be Vikings ball. Exeter will have to find some composure and some scoring as they've only registered seven points through... Seven minutes of play. Here's a back door to Josh Pelzer, who goes in off the glass and scores. His first bucket on the night, and it's a five-point Vikings lead. 
Exeter in the offensive set. Here's Teddy Snyder putting up a three from the left-hand side, and he hits it. That's Teddy Snyder's second. Brings them within two, and we're at 20 seconds to go here in the first. The Vikings look to be happy with taking the last shot of the quarter. Hand it off to Vance Sadler. He's got the dribble on the right side. We're at eight seconds. Teddy Snyder guarding him. Give a go with uh, Julian Sadler. He goes in driving. Can't get it to go. He gets the rebound. Can't put it back in, and there is the buzzer. A low-scoring first half. It's the Vikings 12, the Eagles 10. We'll be back with second quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hill scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Exeter. After one, Teddy Snyder leads the Eagles with five. Colin Payne hit a three for his points in the first quarter. Anthony Cachese has a bucket. And that is the scoring for Exeter. Darren, uh, the, the, in the turnover count, we have Perkyoma Valley with three and Exeter with two. Exeter has scored three points from turnovers. Doing much better than they did against Burks Catholic the other night. Absolutely, they did. The Vikings have the ball in their offensive set. They get it inside. A newcomer to the game, Morgan McKinney puts up a shot that's no good. Exeter has it, brings it up. They're in the offensive set. Here's Kevin Sens, who's now in the game. They get it inside to Colin Payne. Left paint about eight feet away, puts up a soft right-handed floater. Soft hook, no good, but as they battle it, it goes off the Vikings. So Exeter will bring it in. Zion Pascal hits Colin Payne, who puts up a three from the left side. No good. Here come the Vikings on offense. Josh Pelzer had it. He gives it up to Vance Sadler. Now over to Danny Kohler. Here's McKinney going up against Cachese decides to kick it out. Vance Sadler tries to drive on Teddy Snyder. Here's a drive from Danny Kohler. He puts off a soft jumper. No good, but the Vikings get the rebound. And they bring it all the way to the top. Rotating it from left to right. Vance Sadler has it right now. He's trying to drive on Teddy Snyder. Moves in the lane. Throws up a wild shot. Nothing there. McKinney can't get it for the Vikings, but Zion Pascal does. 
He skied over there, big man. He absolutely did. McKinney having some size himself probably goes 6-4, if not 6-5. Next that are in the offensive set, Zion Pasco gets it to Colin Payne, who puts up a two from the left side. It swirls the rim, but drops out. No good. Here come the Vikings. Luke Hansen had the dribble. He gives it up to Danny Kohler. He's looking for room. Tries to go against Sens. Throws up a shot. No good. It's off McKinney, and Zion Pascal has it for Exeter. He's got the dribble on the right side. Gets it to Kevin Sens. Looking for a cutting Teddy Snyder. Not there. So they decide to rotate it left, then back right for Teddy Snyder with a three. He continues to bomb away from the outside. He's got eight points. And it's a 13-12 Exeter lead. 5.20 to go here in the second. The Vikings in the offensive set. Josh Pelzer has it. He gives it up. Luke Hansen has it. He's being guarded by Colin Payne. McKinney tries to set a pick high on him. Here's a shot that goes up. It's no good. Exeter with the rebound. We've played three minutes. And there hasn't been a whole lot of scoring yet. Here's a pass inside nicely to Anthony Cachese who goes off the glass and scores. That's the type of working that they have to do to get it inside to Anthony. He's got his fourth point on the night. It's a three-point lead. And here's Vance Sadler on the other end for the Vikings who puts up a three and he hits it. So we are all tied up at 15. Exeter in the offensive set. Sens has it on the right side, dumps it into Colin Payne, who turns around for a jumper. No good. McKinney and Cachese battle for it. It's off Anthony. It'll be Vikings ball. McKinney comes out. Ethan Kohler back in the game. So for Exeter right now, Reese Garvin... Teddy Snyder, Zion Pascal, Kevin Sens, and Anthony Cachese. Here's a drive. Ethan Kohler for the Vikings. It's too strong on the right side. Zion Pascal has the rebound and the dribble now. They get it inside to Anthony Cachese. He goes up with a shot, loses control of it as Reese Garvin is battling for it. They're going to say... He grabbed an arm. That's going to be Reese's second. It'll be the team's third. 3.33 to go here in the first. On a very low scoring second quarter thus far. Here's a drive. From Dawson DeBebe, he gets it to fall.
And the Vikings take a two-point lead. Teddy Snyder has it in the offensive set. Here's a running right-handed floater that falls. Teddy Snyder single-handedly keeping Exeter in this one. And on the other end, DeBebe tried to drive to the hoop, but he took too many steps. It's a turnover. And it'll be Exeter ball. 2.57 to go here in the second. We're tied at 17. Zion Pascal has the dribble. Van Sadler guarding him. To the left side to Kevin Sens. Danny Kohler on him. They rotate it all the way to the right. Fired inside to Kevin Sens, who tries to get a handle on it. Is able to corral it. Ultimately can't make a move, so they bounce it back out. Zion Pascal has the dribble. He gets it somehow. He got it inside to Anthony Cachese, who put up a shot, but too hard off the iron. No good. Vance Sadler with the dribble for the Vikings. Reese Garvin on him. Danny Kohler. Now they rotate it all the way to the left. That's DeBebe. He's being guarded by Teddy Snyder. He's trying to use a pickup high. There's nothing there. Here's Ethan Kohler bringing it down, trying to drive. The ball kicks around. It ends up with Danny Kohler. He puts up a three, no good, but the Vikings again get the rebound. Rebounds being an issue for Exeter here early. DeBebe has the dribble, gets it to Julian Sadler, who's working on Zion Pascal, trying to break him down. They're going to call him for a foul. It's going to be Zion's second, team fourth. Josh Pelzer comes back into the game for the Vikings. Julian Sadler has the dribble. He gets around Sens, throws it up off the glass. No good, but it kicks back out. Here's DeBebe for a three. No good. Zion Pascal clears the rebound. He's got the dribble. We're at 125 to go here in the first. And we're tied at 17. Kevin Sens tries a drive baseline left. It's short. Here comes DeBebe at the other end, puts up a three, no good. Colin Payne has the rebound. Scoring is 7-5 for the Vikings this quarter. One minute to go here in the second. Exeter in the offensive set. Teddy Snyder has it beyond three right. Hands it off to Kevin Sens. He's eight feet straight away. They get it to Cachese. Free throw line extended. He bounces it back out to Teddy Snyder, and he's content just to dribble for a little bit. Josh Pelzer covering him. Julian Sadler on Kevin Sens. Colin Payne working some back pit uh, picks with DeBebe on him. Collins got it on the right-hand side, well beyond three, looking inside for Cachese, but nothing there. We're at 20 seconds to go here in the second. Colin Payne has the dribble. Coach Ashcroft advising of the play. We're at nine seconds. Here we go. As Zion Pascal tries to make a move, he's picked. And as the Vikings, in transition, try to make a pass from Vance Sadler over to Ethan Kohler. It goes off his hands. It's out of bounds. We're at three seconds here in the first half. 
Colin Payne has the inbound, throws up a heave desperation, but that's short. And that is the first half here at Exeter. All tied up at 17, we'll be back with halftime comments. After these commercial messages, you're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gellif Media. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. 
tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. This is the sound of Exeter Eagles basketball on the crystal clear digital quality Exeter Sports Network. He's on the line. He's got his second. It's coming. And that is no good. It is a two-point Wilson lead. They're on the fast break. They get it to Anthony Cachese. They back it out to Joey Schlaffer. Go cross court to Teddy Snyder. He puts up a three. It's good! Six seconds to go. He hits it. Wilson calls timeout. And Exeter with a one-point lead on a huge three from Teddy Snyder. This is the sound of high school basketball on analog. Tired old AM radio. Exeter Sports Network. Snyder, he puts up a three. It's good! Tired old AM radio. You're listening to high school sports coverage from Jerry Gellick Media, the leader in sports broadcasting in Berks County, the home of the Exeter Sports Network and the Saint Sports Network on the web at jgmedia.us. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Well, my friends, the first half has come to a close, and I'd like to say it was an offensive explosion but certainly that's not the case. After a 12-10 Exeter lead after one, they come out in the second and are outscored seven to five. Certainly neither team lighting it up. But looking at scoring, Teddy Snyder leads the way for Exeter. He's got 10. Anthony Cachese, they're doing a good job getting the ball down to him in the paint. A few late passes, I think, otherwise might have padded his first half stats. But he ends up with four. Colin Payne hit a three in the first quarter, went scoreless in the second to finish with three. Those are the only scorers for Exeter. Taking a look at Perkyoman Valley, they're led by their guard, Vance Sadler. He's got six points. Ethan Kohler on the strength of a three finishes with three. And then you've got four other players who finished with two. When we take a look at some keys to the first half, Rebounding is the first thing that comes to mind. Perkyoman Valley out-rebounded Exeter quite handily in that first half. Now, of course, 
they couldn't convert to points. But of course, anytime that happens, it's keeping the ball out of the offensive set for Exeter. So they'll need to do a better job boxing out and hitting the glass. Jerry, where are we with turnovers? Well, we have Exeter with six and uh, Perky Omen with four, Perky Omen Valley with four. The Eagles have scored three points from turnovers. Perky Omen Valley have scored two. Yeah, first half that, that wasn't necessarily very crisp. Exeter again struggling with hitting shots. And a lot of shots, I'll say from 12, 15 feet in. Yes, there were a couple threes that didn't go. But a number of players had relatively short distance shots and they just couldn't get them to fall. So let's hope they can turn that around here in the second. We're about a minute away. That'll give us time for one last break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Stands have been empty, empty, but a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Ruddy Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. And now back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back. Teams in their final huddles before we get started with the second half. Exeter trots out Teddy Snyder, Zion Pascal, Reese Garvin, Colin Payne, and Anthony Cachese. The Vikings, Julian Sadler, Ethan Kohler, Vance Sadler, Dawson DeBebe, and finally Josh Pelzer. Here's a three put up by Teddy Snyder, who continues to carry the team today. 13 points, and it's a 2017 Exeter lead. The Vikings in the offensive set. Pelzer has the dribble. He's well beyond three on the left. Colin Payne on him. DeBebe being guarded by Garvin. Here's Ethan Kohler. He tries to drive on Kachese, but kicks it back out. DeBaby has it. They still rotate it around three. Here's Pelzer trying to drive on Colin Payne. Is able to get a shot up with the left hand, but no good. Anthony Kachese with the rebound. Colin Payne comes right down, puts up a three. It rattles around. No good. Darren, we need to get Colin Payne moving here. We do. Colin needs to get in. Uh, he needs just to get in rhythm. So the Vikings on a turnover, Colin Payne takes it, dribbles down court. I think Colin's frustrated that he doesn't get the fouls that he used to early in the season. And of course, just as I say that, he gets the inbound to the right of the basket about 10 feet. He gets bumped by DeBebe. So it's on the floor. Team first, 
to Bebe's first. Here's the inbound to Anthony Cachese, who tries to go up over Ethan Kohler, but he can't get it to fall. They chase it down. DeBebe has it. Reese Garvin on him. Rotated right to Josh Pelzer. Colin Payne on him. Still well beyond three. Julian Sadler tried to come out for a pass, but Zion Pascal on him like glue. Continuing to dribble. Here's a back door to Josh Pelzer. Nicely done by the Vikings. Ethan Kohler with a backdoor pass. Cuts the Eagle lead to one. 5.50 to go here in the third. Exeter in the offensive set. They bring it to Colin Payne near side. Still rotating it. Here's Colin putting up a three on the right. He goes down again. No call. Julian Sadler on the transition for the Vikings. Goes up off the glass and scores. Four points on the afternoon for him. And it's a one-point Vikings lead, and that leads to an Exeter timeout. 5.17 to go here in the third. It's 21-20 Vikings. We'll be back. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite T-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high-quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. 5.17 to go here in the third. We're coming out of break. Darren am, I, Darren, am I saying anything untoward if I mention that one of the things I no, met, uh, noticed the other night at Burke's Catholic was that BC at halftime was out there shooting for five minutes, and today I saw Perky Omen Valley out here for three to four minutes shooting, but Exeter didn't come out until just before the buzzer. I'm not going to necessarily put a whole lot of emphasis on that. I mean, it might loosen you up for the second half, but sometimes it's more of a mind game where you're only scoring 17 points at the half in that situation. So whether you're trying to get into your players' heads mentally, not sure. But So here are the Vikings. They create a turnover. Ethan Kohler for the Vikings on the transition. Lays it up off the glass and scores. It's a three-point Vikings lead at 4.45 to go here in the third. Exeter in the offensive set. They're still rotating it beyond three. Reese Garvin has it straight away. Bring it back to the near side, Zion Pascal. He's looking. Gets it to Reese Garvin for a three near side. That's short, no good. Colin Payne battles for it. DeBebe goes over his shoulder, knocks it out of bounds. Exeter will retain. Referee looks tired, Darren. It's been a long game already. <laughs> <laughs> 
Kevin Sens looking to get it in. Gets it into Anthony Cachese. And they bounce it back out to Zion Pascal. Kevin Sens on the far side looking to get it inside to Cachese, but he bounces it right back out to Colin Payne beyond three. He gets a pick up high. They get it to Kevin Sens for a jumper. Free throw line extended right, and he hits it. Kevin's first two points on the afternoon. And it's a one-point Viking lead, 23-22, four minutes to go here in the third. Vikings in the offensive set. DeBebe bounces it out to Pelzer. He's being guarded by Colin Payne. Tries to drive on him, but he shuts it down. Here's DeBebe driving on Sens. He's able to get by him, get the ball up to the rim, and it falls. His fourth point on the night. And back to a three-point lead. Exeter in the offensive set. Teddy Snyder plays give and go with Anthony Cachese. Hands it off to Zion Pascal at the top of the key. Goes back door to Teddy Snyder. He, he goes up for a layup. Ethan Kohler comes over, rejects it. Teddy Snyder grimacing. He got hit while he goes to the floor. There's no foul called. That's a tough one. Inbound to Kevin Sens. Colin Payne has it. Back to Teddy Snyder for a three. He puts it up. It's no good, but he's fouled. See who they give it to. They give it to Vance Sadler. You see, that one didn't look near as egregious as the other, did it? It's always spectacle or objective. Uh, that's what I wanted to say. It's always objective. So Teddy Snyder on the line. He's putting up a free throw. That's no good. He'll get another. He'll get two more, actually. I think they called him in the act of shooting a three. The second one is good. And he'll await the ball for the third one. That's on its way, and that's good. 15 points on the night or afternoon for Teddy Snyder. It's a one-point Vikings lead. 3-10 to go here in the third. As the Vikings are in the offensive set, the referee blows the whistle. I'm looking around to try to figure out why. Can't say I'm sure why. But needless to say, they'll give it to the Vikings and they'll inbound it on the far side. Vance Sadler has the dribble. Teddy Snyder on him. Get it inside to Ethan Kohler. He looks back door for DeBebe. It goes out of bounds. Give the Vikings credit. They do a lot of backdoor cuts. And the passing has been pretty crisp. They've had several nice backdoor scoring plays. Exeter in the offensive set. Kevin Sens has the dribble on the left side. Hands it off to Colin Payne. Well beyond three on the left. They rotated left. Sens has it. He's looking to drive on Pelzer. He does. Puts off a soft eight-footer. It's no good on the left baseline. Ethan Kohler with the rebound for the Vikings. Julian Sadler has the dribble at the top. Zion Pascal on him. He's looking to set it up. Now he's coming to the near side with the dribble. They're still, they're just going back and forth right now. 
looking for that back door. Here's Josh Pelzer for a three. That's short, no good. Anthony Cachese on the rebound. Gets it to Teddy Snyder, who pushes it up ahead to Kevin Sens. And Exeter's in the offensive set. Colin Payne trying to drive left baseline. He takes a shot, puts it up. It falls. I'm going to assume they're going to give him the bucket. Waiting for any they do. So Colin Payne drives left baseline. He got DeBebe in the air. Able to hit the shot and the free throw, which he hits as well. Six points on the afternoon for Colin Payne, and it's a two-point Exeter lead, two minutes to go here in the third. Ethan Kohler goes right to Josh Pelzer. He calls Vance Sadler out, hands it off to him. He's being guarded by Teddy Snyder, 10 feet straight away three. Ethan Kohler has it outside of three. He's looking back door for Julian Sadler, but there's Zion Pascal, the defensive stalwart, not allowing that back door to happen. It goes off of Julian Sandler, and it's going to be Exeter ball. Great defense by Zion Pascal forcing that turnover. As usual. He has been amazing all year long. Exeter rotates it beyond three. They get it inside to Cachese. Hand it off to Zion Pascal for a jumper from the elbow right, and he drills it. His first two points on the night, the afternoon, and it's a four-point Exeter lead. Here's Josh Pelzer driving for the Vikings on the right side. He hits a running floater off the glass. It scores. They're going to call Colin Payne with the foul. It's Collins first, team first. And Pelzer will go to the line for one. And it's up and good. Seven points on the afternoon for Josh Pelzer. And just like that, Exeter tries to bring it up, beat a double team. They're lucky to still have it. Zion Pascal has the dribble. He's being guarded by Julian Sandler. Here's a cutting Colin Payne. Throws up a little bit of a wild shot on the left side. No good. Here's DeBebe. He goes in for a drive. Cachese blocks the shot, but I think they're going to give Teddy Snyder the foul. And they do. That's Teddy's first. Team second, but it's in the act of shooting, so DeBebe will go to the line for two. He's got the ball, a few dribbles. He toes the line. And it's short. Dare I say, none of the officials are looking to see where his feet are. Just pointing that out. <laughs> Explain that one, Darren. We will. We'll, we'll get to that right after this. Here's DeBebe's second. And that rattles around, and Colin Payne has the rebound. So the reference there at Burke's Catholic, Alex Kelsey was on the line shooting a free throw, and a, an official actually stopped play, didn't allow him his made free throw because he thought his foot was over the line. And he actually stopped play in order to uh, point it out. So Exeter in the offensive set, 
A shot was put up, it's no good. The Vikings rebound, we're at 10 seconds to go here in the third. I don't know, there's no awareness right now as far as the Vikings. Here's Vance Sadler putting up a three in desperation. It doesn't fall. And we have three complete here in Rifton. It's Exeter 29. Perky Oman Valley 28 will be back with the fourth. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn and now back to the game on the exeter sports network we are back at exeter taking a look at the foul situation neither team in any trouble right now perkyoman valley three team fouls exeter two debebe has two fouls for the vikings zion pascal has two for the eagles but no one in any foul trouble as we move to the fourth. So a 12-11 Exeter scoring advantage in that third quarter. And a 29-28 Exeter lead as we get started here in the fourth. Josh Pelzer has the dribble for the Vikings. Here's an 18-foot jumper from right baseline and he hits it. Seven points on the afternoon for Josh Pelzer. They take a one-point lead, the Vikings, that is, and Exeter's in the offensive set. Here's Teddy Snyder driving on Vance Sadler. Can't get it to go, but Zion Pascoe with the rebound. Kicks it out to Kevin Sens, and they set up the offense. Bring it to the near side to Zion Pascoe. He's taking a look at the offensive set. Colin Payne doing some backdoor work. DeBebe guarding him. Pels are all over Sens. Here's Colin Payne putting up a three. That's off to the left, no good. Here's Pelzer on the other end, trying to drive off the glass, but it's strong. Colin Payne with the rebound. Here comes Exeter. Get it to Teddy Snyder. He's got Ethan Kohler up in the air, but he can't do anything with it. Gets it to the near court to Zion Pascal, and they set it up again. 6.40 to go here in the fourth. It's a 30-29 Vikings lead. Anthony Cachese has it elbow left. Back to Sens. Sets it up, hands it off to Zion Pascal, and they try it again. Sens near side, fires it inside to Colin Payne. He's about 10 feet on the right. Goes up with a jumper. It's no good. Here's Julian Sadler for the Vikings. They're moving the ball around. Ethan Kohler has it elbow left. They get it back to Vance Sadler for a three. That's short, no good. And as Vance Sadler tries to follow up, 
They're actually going to give the foul to Josh Pelzer away from the ball. That'll be his first. It's team fourth. Exeter brings the ball, and Zion Pascal has it. It's a 30-29 Vikings lead, 5.55 to go here in the fourth. They get it inside to Anthony Cachese, pop it back out to Teddy Snyder, thinks about a three but holds on to it. Here's Zion Pascal putting on a three. It bounces around no good. Ethan Kohler on the rebound for the Vikings. Van Sadler has the dribble crossing midcourt. He's being guarded by Teddy Snyder. Josh Pelzer now has Reese Garvin on him, and as he tries to move, there is a timeout on the court. 5.29 to go here in the fourth. It's a one-point Vikings lead. We'll be back with more fourth-quarter action after this break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Exeter. Here is Ethan Kohler driving on the left side for the Vikings. He's able to get it to fall. Teddy Snyder will get him with the foul. That's Teddy's second. Kohler will go to the line for one. He's got the ball, it's on its way. It's short, falls into Reese Garvin's hands. He's got seven on the afternoon. It's a three-point Vikings lead, 5-10 to go here in the fourth. Exeter in the offensive set. They're still moving the ball 10 feet beyond three. Kevin Sens has it now on the right side. They're looking for Anthony Cachese inside. He's got it, takes a couple dribbles. He took a couple dribbles and went inside to Ethan Kohler. Kohler took the ball away, and they're going to call Anthony Cachese with a hold trying to get it back. Anthony put the dribble down trying to get to the basket, and in doing so, turned the ball over. Here's Ethan Kohler with the dribble. He's got Cachese on him at the top of the key. He hands it off to DeBebe. Sends it on him. They're still rotating it beyond three. Zion Pascal all over Julian Sadler. Here's Vance Sadler. He tries to drive, kicks it out to Pelzer. Nice move there. Nice passing inside. Nothing there. Can't get it to fall, but Anthony Cachese with the demonstrative rebound. Zion Pascal had the dribble far side. Julian Sadler was able to knock it away from him, but it ultimately goes out of bounds. So Exeter will retain. 4.16 to go here in the fourth. It's a three-point Vikings lead. Exeter in the offensive set. Kevin Sens has it on the left-hand side. They bring it near side Reese Garvin. 
Colin Payne now has it far side three. Still not looking to push it inside, but here's Teddy Snyder with a jumper. Free throw line extended left, no good. It's on the floor. And ultimately, Teddy Snyder and Vince Sadler tie it up. Exeter has possession, so it'll stay right here. Each team now four fouls. So neither in jeopardy of a bonus situation. The coach for the Vikings having a spirited conversation with the referee, and the referee pointing out exactly what's going on. Exeter inbounds the ball. Reese Garvin gets it back to Teddy Snyder on the far side for a three. That's no good. DeBebe on the rebound for the Vikings. He's being guarded by Sens, just crossing midcourt now. He takes it the full length of the floor, goes up off the glass and scores. Six points on the afternoon for DeBebe, and it's a five-point Vikings lead. Exeter in the offensive set looking for something. Here's Colin Payne, thinks about driving, kicks it back out to Reese Garvin. Garvin drives, bounces it back out to Zion Pascal for a three. No good. DeBebe on the rebound for the Vikings. Exeter having a hard time finding the bucket here in the fourth. We've gone five minutes and Exeter's scoreless. Here's DeBebe driving on Sens. They kick it out to Ethan Kohler who puts up a three and he hits it. A big three for Ethan Kohler, nine on the afternoon for him. It's a seven-point Vikings lead. And we've got a technical on the floor, and I think they called it on DeBebe. Or actually, let me see, they went 3-1. Maybe Julian Sadler, the guard. I think they actually called it on Julian Sadler, the guard. But they tee him up, so Colin Payne is at the line. The first one's on the way and good. Darren, for the record, they only gave a two for that last Perky Omen shot. Colin Payne hits the second as well. There's a lot of jawing going on down on the court. Colin has eight points on the afternoon. And Exeter will have the ball as they ultimately did prior to the technical. Colin Payne has it. He's driving on the left side. The referees are going to have a discussion and they're gonna call an offensive foul on Colin Payne. He tried to drive. Josh Pelzer did a nice job getting in his way. Coach Ashcroft, livid. He thought that he was still sliding his feet to get there, but needless to say, they call the offensive foul.
And there's a timeout on the court. 2.24 to go here in the fourth. It's a five-point Vikings lead. We'll be back with more fourth-quarter action. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at PennStateHealth.org forward slash on demand. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Exeter. 2.24 to go here in the fourth. Things on the court were getting spirited, shall we say. Coach Ashcroft not happy with the charge call on Colin Payne. Things getting a little scrappy on the floor. So a timeout called. The Vikings will bring the ball, and Ethan Kohler has it on the far side. Darren, is it me, or is there, like, no energy in this room? It's, uh, it's been very flat, shall we say, all day. The Vikings are in the offensive set, and as Josh Pelzer tries to make a move on Reese Garvin, they call him for the reach-in. That's Reese's third. Now that is Exeter's sixth team foul. One more in the single bonus. Ethan Kohler looking to bring the ball in on the near side. Can't find anywhere. They call timeout. We're going to keep it here. It'll be a 30-second timeout. Darren, the energy level really is just zero in the entire room. I think certainly it goes to, say, a Saturday afternoon game, so... The weather not necessarily being a factor, truly, but I think word of mouth, some people think that the weather is a factor. There you go. So as far as that's concerned, you may not necessarily have the numbers that you would see here in the crowd. We don't see anybody from the blue crew over there being ruckus. Nope. You know, the raucous crowd that we're accustomed to seeing. So a very calm demeanor here and even among the teams as well it's one of those going through the motions as to playing a basketball game yeah good turnout by the Perkyoman Valley folks though absolutely so Perkyoman Valley they bring the ball in they don't get the initial shot from Danny Kohler but Vance Sadler able to clean it up and puts it in on the other side, Teddy Snyder drives left baseline. Can't get it to fall, but there's a foul. DeBebe has it. It's his third. Team sixth. Teddy will go to the line for two. His first is up. It's strong. No good. Teddy missed two free throws today, unlike him. Here's the second, it's on the way, and that one bounces out. He's stuck on 15 points. 
And on the other side, DeBebe had it far right outside of three. Teddy Snyder fouls him. So that'll put Exeter in the single bonus with 1.54 to go. It's Teddy's third. Alex Kelsey, Reese Garvin come into the game. Joshua Turman was in the game for a little bit. He comes out. Darren yeah, Exeter's my apologies to uh, Josh. I called him Jess last game. <laughs> so sorry about that, Josh. Exeter's next opponent, uh, Governor Mifflin, has won today at Blue Mountain 64-45. That game will prove to be huge in the seedings as we go into the Berks County Championships as well as the District 3 Championships. So Tuesday night's game will be pivotal as to how Exeter ultimately shakes out. Here's Alex Kelsey. Nice drive on Danny Kohler. Goes off the glass and scores. That's what Exeter needed. They needed a spark. On the ensuing inbound, Alex Kelsey playing aggressive full court press defense. They call him for the foul. Actually, it's off the ball. They call Colin Payne for the foul. That's his third. Team eight. So Ethan Kohler will go to the line shooting two. The first one, or I should say the one and one, which he hits the first one and he will have a second. Here's Ethan Kohler's second. That one's short. Colin Payne has the rebound. So 10 points on the afternoon for Ethan Cole. It's a six-point lead. And here's Teddy Snyder driving baseline. He gets Vance Sadler in the air. Able to get it off the glass and score. Sadler with the foul. And Teddy will go to the line for one. Anthony Cachese comes out of the game. Joshua Terman back in. So Teddy will get one from the line. It's on the way and it's good. 18 points on the afternoon for Teddy Snyder. It's a three point Vikings lead. Here's Exeter in the full court press. Vance Sadler knocks the ball off his foot. Coach Ashcroft let me take a look what was going on. It looked like the ball went off of Vance Sadler, but that was a really quick timeout that they gave the Vikings. Coach Ashcroft not happy with that call. Well, it's a full timeout. That gives us time for a quick break. 1.13 to go in the fourth. We'll be back with more. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Seasons Cafe in Flying Hills scratches your gourmet itch. Chef Joe Church has been serving Redding's culinary community for 35 years with delicacies like sea bass, Norwegian trout, galamad, and the house favorite, sautéed soft-shell crabs. 
Seasons has a TripAdvisor rating of 4.9 out of 5 and serves breakfast, lunch, and dinner Wednesday to Sunday with a Sunday brunch to live for. That's Seasons Cafe in the Flying Hills Center. Check us out on Facebook for hours of operation. So on the inbound, the Vikings turn it over. Colin Payne puts up a three. It's no good. Vance Sadler on the other side trying to bring it down against the press. Alex Kelsey will foul him. That'll be Alex's first. Vance Sadler will go to the line. Still a one and one. That's the ninth team foul on Exeter. Sandler has a few dribbles. It's on its way. The first one's good. He'll get another. A few dribbles. It's on its way. It's good. Ten points on the afternoon for Vance. Sadler, it's a five-point Vikings lead, 103 to go here in the fourth. Alex Kelsey with the drive on Pelzer, can't get it to fall. As Pelzer's trying to outlet, Colin Payne kicks it, so the Vikings will retain. We're under a minute to go. Joshua Turman coming into the game for Reese Garvin. Ethan Kohler throws the baseball pass to DeBebe, who goes in strong. Can't get it to fall. But Teddy Snyder fouls him. That's Teddy's fourth, and it'll put Exeter in the double bonus. It was Teddy moving really fast when he saw that pass. That's off. right. DeBebe released. They got the baseball pass to him, and uh, he fouled him hard. So DeBebe's first free throw is good. He's got one more. It's on its way. It's strong. Teddy Snyder has it. DeBebe's seven points on the afternoon. Here's Kelsey putting up a three. No good. There's a, they're bodying up down low. They're going to call Josh Pelzer for the Vikings with the foul on Zion Pascal. That's going to be his second. It's team eight, so Zion will go to the line for a one-on-one. -on -one. 43.8 seconds to go. It's a six-point Perkyoman Valley lead. Here's Zion's first, it's good. He's got the dribble for the second, it's on the way, it's strong. Vance Sadler has the rebound, Kelsey and Pascal all over him, they ultimately foul him. 
Pascal has three points on the afternoon. Vance Sadler was fouled, so he'll go to the line. That's Zion's third. And two coming. First is on its way, and it's good. Coach Ashcroft is moving Terman and <laughs> Reese Garvin in and out, in and out, in and out. What's that about? He's looking as far as number one, Ethan Kohler is a little bigger, so he's just going back and forth in order to have either Reese or Josh on him. So here's Zion Pascal driving on Julian Sadler, tries to pass to no one in particular. He turns it over. Vance Sadler has it, but he turns it over to Colin Payne, who goes in with the layup up off the glass and scores. It makes it a five-point lead at 44-39. 24 seconds left. There's a timeout on the court. We'll take a quick break. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Tackle your toughest health challenges without ever leaving your home. Penn State Health On Demand lets you see a healthcare provider on your schedule from wherever you are. Simply open the free app on your smartphone, tablet, or computer and meet one-on-one -on -one with board-certified experts in urgent care and select specialties. You can get a diagnosis, request a prescription, and even get a referral if needed. Learn more at pennstatehealth.org forward slash on demand. It's the Exeter Sports Network. 24 seconds to go here in the game. Perk Yeoman Valley will inbound at full court. Exeter with the full court press. Ethan Kohler gets it to Julian Sadler. He's being guarded, ultimately triple teamed. They bounce it back to Vance Sadler as he's trying to get around Zion Pascal. He fouls him. That'll be Zion's fourth. They're already over the double bonus. Here comes Reese again. Vance has it, a few dribbles, he takes a look. It's on the way and it's good. He's perfect from the line of five for five this afternoon. He's got the dribble. It's on its way. And it rolls off. He's got 13 points on the afternoon. Here was Colin Payne driving. Couldn't get it to fall, but Zion Pascal cleaned it up. Was able to get it off the glass and score. It's a four-point Vikings lead, 10 seconds to go here in the game. We'll be back to bring it to you. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Don't throw away your favorite t-shirts just because you don't have room to store them. Make them into a memory quilt. Meg's Quilted Memories turns your old t-shirts into a quilt, one that you can cherish for a lifetime or give as a gift. 
These high quality, fully customized t-shirt quilts are made right here in Reading. They're perfect to give or get for any occasion, including your favorite 2022 graduate. Meg's Quilted Memories, stitching together your life story. Visit them at MegsQuiltedMemories.com. We come back to Exeter. The Vikings bringing it in. They get it to Josh Pelzer. Alex Kelsey looked like he stripped him, but they ultimately call him for the foul. That's his second. And it'll send Josh Pelzer to the line for two. So Darren, Exeter down by six with like 20 seconds to go. They get the ball, they rush down, and they go for two. Right. Yeah, at that point, when you're down like that, you're just looking for a quick bucket, call timeout, then you foul them, send them to the line, maybe they'll miss. Shouldn't have gone for two threes? Well, maybe now they are, but <laughs> at that point of the game, it's one of those where you can still maybe try as far as fouling them, getting them to the line and missing it. But Pelzer hits the first one, and he hits the second one. 47-41, here's Exeter. Teddy Snyder throws up a three. It's no good. It got stuck in the iron. So they knock it out. Two seconds to go. The Vikings bringing the ball in. They get it to Julian Sadler, and there's the clock running out. Your final in Rifton, Perky Yeoman Valley 47. Exeter 41 will be back with post-game comments and perhaps an interview after these messages. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. Stands have been empty, empty, but a new day has dawned. The lights are back on. The ice is frozen. The boys are back. It's time to get back to hockey. Your Running Royals and the ECHL are back at Santander Arena. Get your tickets now. We'll sell you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Penn State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Shroustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. 
We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. We are back at Exeter, privileged to have with us Coach Matt Ashcroft. And Matt, of course, what transpired today, I want to talk about Teddy Snyder. 18 points, bombing away, three threes, the toughness inside, uh, the defense that he's yep. given you all year long. Tell me what Teddy means to this team. He's, he's one of the most resilient kids I've ever been around. And this is our 10th year coaching, you know, uh, assistant as well as head coaching staff. Um, He's been one of the most resilient kids we've ever ever been around. He's had his ups and downs. And, and don't forget, he expends so much energy on the defensive end of the court, uh, which, which is amazing that he has the energy to play the entire game. Doesn't come out. He plays 32 minutes. And as you guys know, um, either Teddy or Zion are going to draw the other team's best guard. Um, the other night it was Teddy, uh, you know, you know, guarding, guarding JJ. Um, and today, I think their guards were equally as impressive, and they, they shut him down. Um, so I, I think it, it's a testament, testament to his competitiveness, to his resilience. Um, and I think the other thing is it, it's, uh, it's, it's the shape he's in. He's in tremendous physical shape. Um, so he's, he's just a flat-out competitor. He's been unbelievable for us. You talk about, we even mentioned this the other night at Berks Catholic, and I'll say it again, as far as the defense of Teddy and Zion and Alex Kelsey coming into the mix, Josh Terman coming into mm -hmm. the mix there, and I know I'm forgetting somebody as far as that, which I hate to do, but it you've got a strong nucleus as far as it's a young mm -hmm. team. You've got a strong nucleus as far as in what to build that foundation sure. on as you move forward. We certainly do, and we, you know, as a coaching staff, we, we're getting better just like the kids are, and we have, we always talk, you hear college coaches all the time talk, uh, November and December is to kind of uh, find yourself January and February is where you find an identity, and then March is when you win the big-time games. And it's very, very true here at the high school level. Um, the end of season, the end of the regular season is when you want to find an identity. And I, I couldn't be more excited. You know, we're a lock for district playoffs. We go get it again, get a win on Tuesday against a tough uh, Mifflin team. We're a lock for county playoffs. What else can you ask for? What else can you ask for? And we found our identity. We are a tough-minded, gritty, defensive, and rebounding team. That is our identity. We want to win games in the 40s and 50s. Are we outstanding on offense? No, but I think we can get it going. We, we should, we've seen, shown glimpses of Colin and Joey and Teddy. They can really get it going. we got a couple guys off the bench that are very, very talented. We don't have to be the Golden State Warriors on offense. We just have to take care of the basketball and make good decisions um, and, and not turn it over and get a shot up at the rim and let our two six six trees go offensive rebound. Sometimes that's our best offense. And as you can see, we, we have no problem locking teams down. Um, we're a really good defensive team, which I think the kids understand that, that that's our identity at this point. And what else can you ask for? We're in district playoffs, and we control our own destiny for county playoffs. And we, now, we have an identity um, now at the beginning of February. So we're really excited. And, Coach, you mentioned it. Huge game Tuesday night, mm -hmm. Governor Mifflin. It's not as if you have to talk your no. kids up at all. No. But, but how do you do that they know the importance mm -hmm. of the game yep. how do you keep their focus and sure. not let that game become bigger than it really is first things first one of the reasons we like these saturday noon games we have a day and a half off now right so we'll take off maybe we'll do an optional shoot around tomorrow we have some banged up guys as you see joey didn't play today colin colin gutted out a win i mean colin gutted out a game i mean he's not 100 percent by any means and and uh so we need to get healthy and we need rest um, so we like these Saturday early games. We have a day and a half off. The rest of the day, go get 12 hours of sleep. Go get, a, you know, go get some water and food in you. Um, and then tomorrow, 
maybe we do an optional shoot around. We get back to work Monday. Um, and, you know, and Tuesday, there we go. So, yeah, I, I, th I think at this point of the season, we need rest. We generally cut practice by 20, 30 minutes, 20, 30 minutes shorter practice, just because guys are in the shape that they need to be in. At this point, they need to, they need to rest. Um, you know, a guy like Alex Kelsey's not 100%. Boy, is he giving it his all, though. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, we're looking forward to it. I, th I think rest and then get our minds right, you know, for an absolute war on Tuesday night. It's going to be a lot of fun. Fantastic. We're going to be there covering it. We're looking forward to a battle as well. We wish you guys nothing but the best. And, of course, going into districts and, and counties yep. and what have you. But uh, it's been a, a pleasure watching you coach these guys. I will say this, and, and I, we, we say this in a good manner, is you are a coaching coach where when you're on that floor, I mean, we've seen some coaches who just watch what happens. They'll call the timeouts, talk to them. You are continually talking to your players, continually reaching them on the floor. How has that, how I'll say, um, developed your relationship with your players? I think a lot. I, and I think the credit goes to our assistant. Or we have the best assistant coaching staff around. I mean, they're fantastic. It's all about, you, it's all about culture and showing the kids you love them and you care about them and you want the best for them. And, I mean, it, it, it's Reading is five miles from here, if that, and they have the best culture of anybody may, maybe in the country. And we're trying to emulate that, and I think we're well on our way. Um, so it's about showing love towards the kids. It's about creating that culture, that positive culture. And so they know when we coach them hard, and I get on these kids. You see me. I get on them, and I'll take them out if they do something, if they make a silly, silly turnover or don't listen. But I think they know it's coming from a place of love. Um, so I appreciate you guys saying that, and I, I think it's, I, I think a lot of it's starting to sink in. Um, we're, we have a young team, outside Colin Payne. We have a young team, um, and, and we're, I mean, I don't think a young team's supposed to be that good on the defensive end, you know. Uh, so the offense is going to come here, and uh, you know, I think, I think we're going to peak at the right time come playoffs, and that's a, that's what you want. So fantastic. As I mentioned, we're looking forward to Tuesday night. We're we're excited to see the kids out there on the floor one more time, and. We'll take it from there. But uh, all the best to you. Thanks for taking time, and we Thank appreciate it. Hey, you guys have been fantastic. You guys had a grind of a week, so go get some rest yourselves, right? Yeah, it was a good one, though. We enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, we appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Thank all you, right. Man. Thanks, Coach. See you soon, all right? What a good guy. Always, always appreciate when they take – they. Obviously, he's got something else to do right now. But yeah. to take some time to yeah. come talk to us and share his thoughts and his feelings – you can't ask for anything more than that. And you never see that dude out off, off the sidelines of the basketball court, mm -hmm. and he's not smiling. Yeah. He's always smiling. That's right. He is. We will be back with some post-game comments after a quick commercial break. I just was not prepared for that, Darren. That's all right. I figure I'd throw that because I needed to bring my computer back up so I knew what I was talking about. <laughs> so sometimes at your expense, I will throw you under the Thank bus. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. You know, but I, I just... I'll even talk you into it. We could say, hey, this is WLLL. Are, are we going to do a 27-hour post-game show like no. we did the other night? Okay. No, no. Okay. This will be a very brief wrap-up. Right. Uh, we Again, we were privileged to have Coach here, so... We will give you the complete wrap-up in just a minute. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network.
Darren, the commercials just will not play for some reason. All right. Well, then that means we will wrap this up. Just giving you a recap as to what we saw transpire before us this afternoon here in Rifton. A Perkyoman Valley 47-41 victory. Things got off slowly. 12-10 after one. Exeter had the lead. Then a 7-5 scoring second quarter took us to 17 at the half. Exeter came on top 12-11 after three, taking a 29-28 lead. And then that fourth quarter where Perkyoman Valley outscored the Eagles 19-12 en route to the 47-41 victory. For the Eagles, Teddy Snyder, a whale of a game, 18 points. Colin Payne managed to get into double figures with 10. For the visiting Vikings, taking a look here as far as who led them. Looks like their guard, Vance Sadler, hit a number of free throws down the stretch when Exeter started fouling him once they got into the single and double bonus. So give him credit. He finishes with 13. Ethan Kohler, their big man in the middle, ends with 10, as does speedy guard Josh Pelzer. So a tough one here at Rifton. For producer Jerry Gelliff, I'm Darren Ziner. Join us Tuesday night as your Exeter Eagles go on the road to face off against the Governor Mifflin Mustangs. Thanks for listening to today's presentation on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us for this presentation of Exeter Boys Basketball on the Exeter Sports Network. Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph. On the web at pennstatehealth.org. Meg's Quilted Memories at MegsQuiltedMemories.com and the Reading Royals at RoyalsHockey.com. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gelliff Media. Good night.